Hey everyone, welcome to My Wife the Dietitian, a weekly podcast about lifestyle and healthy eating. I'm Rob and together with my wife Sandra, we invite you to join us on this informative yet entertaining journey through the complex world of healthy eating. We'll cover everything but the kitchen sink. Each week we'll discuss topics ranging from how to protect yourself from developing cancer, spicy foods to rev up the libido, to caring for your palliative grandfather with Alzheimer's. We'll also delve into more complex issues like, what the heck is oat milk? Why doesn't my butt fit into these jeans? And every guy's favorite question, will eating spinach really make it bigger? Join us each week as we strive to educate, enlighten, and entertain you. the eyes are a window to your health, the skin can also reflect what's going on inside, specifically your gut health and quality of your diet. There's two phases of life when people get interested in their skin health, puberty and midlife, as those are periods when your skin can give you problems. Acne with teenagers and dry skin and wrinkles as you get older. Acne is an epidemic and may be an indicator of the potential development of more serious inflammatory conditions and health problems later in life. Join Rob and I for a lively discussion on skin health with nine critical nutrients, including collagen. Also, learn why orange foods in particular are so important to help love the skin you're in. Hey, Rob. Oh, hey, Sandra. Do you like sweet potatoes, carrots, pumpkins, cantaloupe, mango, peaches, and oranges? And red peppers? Oh, orange peppers? Not all at once. <laughs> well, you'd have you'd get a lot of beta carotene if you ate them all at once. I would say so. Yeah, I'd have a lot of color, well, a lot of orange on my plate. And it would actually contribute to a bit of an orange glow in your skin, and you could have like the natural uh, suntan. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It, if, by eating it or like... Uh, eating it. Like bathing in eating it. Eating it. Eating it. Okay, interesting. Orange food for skin health, episode 32. Oh, interesting. So so there's uh, some some relationship between eating orange food and and your skin... Health. And color, by the sounds of it. Yeah, the skin cool. health and okay. color. Well, we haven't talked about this before, so this is uh, all going to be brand new. Yeah. Well, like, like eyes are the window to the health. You know, in episode 10, we talked about eyes and... Um, the window to your soul or to the health. Uh, the skin is also, it reflects what's going on on the inside. Uh, of Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I guess that makes sense. I mean, now that, you know, like 30 episodes ago, I would have been like, what, really? But now, <laughs> I mean, that we've discussed a lot of these types of things, it's, yeah, well, Every, everything's related. I'm thinking back in episode three, uh, when I think it was immunity, and we talked about vitamin C and how it's an antioxidant and very important for immunity. And I remember you said, oh, it just, it's good for your skin. Well, is that the only reason it's, it's important? I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's actually, the skin is very important. It's the largest organ of the body. Right. Covers our whole skeleton. Yeah. Yeah. It covers, it covers the insides. It's a protective barrier. It's like a giant suitcase for our for our bones. <laughs> it does protect against germs and um, invaders, and it actually is a a big way we detoxify our system. 
is through our skin through and sweating. Skin. Yeah, interesting. And it also is uh, a sensory because of the circulation and the nerve endings. So it's how we experience touch and yeah, of course, and yeah, yeah. And also, it, it reflects what's going on in our gut health. Really? Yeah, the skin is a very it detoxifies and our skin releases what's happening for gut health. Like it, it releases the toxins. And if we have a leaky gut or our gut isn't doing well, then uh, likely your skin is going to have problems too. You'll see rashes. Your, and... your leaky gut doesn't like leak out through the skin. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's a bit of a misleading uh, term I find. No, I know. It's, it's quite a, um, there's a bit like a myriad of, factors that go into immune health and to how well your body's functioning. Cool. Yeah, we're going to talk about the why skin health is important and how it usually is a, a topic people get interested in two phases of life. What do you think those are? Uh, well, teenagers. Yes. With, yeah. their, with their pimples. <laughs> right. And wrinkles when you get to be well, I haven't I haven't got wrinkles yet. So people that are older than me, <laughs> oh okay, no, I'm, I'm joking. Probably what like midlife forties, maybe yeah. depending how stressful your life is. Right. I've seen people like a lot younger, but that's eh, genetics too, I suppose. But yeah, probably for most people, forties, fifties, sixties, you start thinking about, oh, I'm looking old. I want to get rid of these wrinkles. Can I put some kind of face cream or something, the magic overnight cream to make band aid effect? Yeah. yeah, yeah, cucumbers on my face or yeah, however you deal with it. Well, it's interesting because uh, there's eighty five percent of teens in North America experience acne uh, at some point in their, you know, in those years, a teenage years and it is pretty much an epidemic um, and a lot of it could be related to diet and lifestyle yeah I and, had wick, I had wicked acne as a kid and my mom actually worked for a dermatologist so she was always bringing home all like the tips and everything and she was hard like don't eat chocolate you oh know, you're gonna have a pimple in the morning for sure if you eat that oh that's funny because chocolate's on our on one of our list of okay, it's good with a dark chocolate. See, I should have eaten chocolate because maybe it would have <laughs> made it go away. <laughs> You're funny. Well, it's, you know, it's related to that. Um, some people call it the meat sweet diet, the Western world culture of like inflammatory foods. So not enough whole foods and too much. Like junk food and processed food and meats and sweets. Yeah, exactly. So sugary beverages and sugary um, bakery items and, you know, the bad fats we talked about in episode. Um, so the fats, grease and oil, I think episode 23, uh, we talked all about, you know, omega-6, omega-3s, trying to balance those out, the trans fats, and then also the ultra processed foods. So that all is related to uh, inflammation. And then the acne is kind of indicative of inflammatory pro-inflammatory things happening in your body okay and you know there's actually cultures in the world like okanagua uh japan who are known for their longevity and good quality of life up to you know into their hundreds there's they don't even know about acne really yeah there's no acne there no pimples and we talked about them before as far as a diet i think the diet that they typically consume yeah it was really healthy the so the mind I'll, diet maybe uh, episode 14 it could have been that one yeah 
and yeah, just how they live forever and well, not forever, but they live <laughs> for the, they have a very long life expectancy with good quality of life, good quality of life and no acne. <laughs> That's right. So. Yeah. No, it just kind of shows though. It's, uh, you know, their diet is mostly traditional whole plant foods and it does make an, um, influence on your skin health along with what's going on on the inside. Right. Yeah. That's good to know. So we want to talk about nine critical nutrients for skin health. And a lot of it jives with a lot of the other episodes we've done in terms of importance of immunity and uh, brain health and cancer prevention. So it kind of all lines up, but we're going to have more with a lens with skin health and how important the antioxidants and we'll talk about collagen and all those different aspects. Awesome. I'm uh intrigued yeah okay. I, don't, I don't know a lot about skin health so <laughs> well from a from a nutrition perspective anyway right right yeah. well remember i said the two phases of life like teenagers and like midlife and mm -hmm. part of that is the hormone shifts right so it is could be related to hormone levels and and what's going on in that respect of course yeah that makes sense but diet is always an like a factor that yeah, in, that impacts yeah, changes in your body. Yeah, with the um, I mentioned about the acne, it might predict development of more serious uh, problems and inflammatory conditions later in life, such as diabetes, Alzheimer's, and cancer, like breast cancer in women and prostate cancer in men. Hmm. So it, you know, if if you continue to have your diet the same as when you were a teenager. And you don't like have more of a shift to more plants and whole foods and omega threes, then you could, you know, be predisposed to developing those chronic conditions and diseases earlier in life. And right. When you're, um, yeah, in after forty. Makes sense. Yeah. So looking at the nine nutrients uh, for skin health, and we'll talk about different foods in those uh, nutrients, but remember orange food for skin health? So I asked you about all those different orange foods. Right. And uh, what do you think they have in common? Um, what's that What's that? Uh, that's in orange foods is beta carotene. You got it. Yeah, you yeah. got it. That's right. So the skin of the food and the color of the plant food the orange color is represents the phytochemical beta carotene and it's if we eat more of these beta carotene rich foods it will actually help protect our skin it actually helps build healthy skin and it's good for our immunity and it's a um, antioxidant that's really important and remember vitamin a is a precursor for beta carotene. <laughs> beta carotene is a precursor for vitamin A. Or, oh, or, did, or it, did I get it backwards? A little bit, but that's okay. It's they're related. They're related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, vitamin A is in uh, animal products mainly, and um, like egg yolks, for instance, that's orange too. Right. And that's another. That's a source of vitamin A, and vitamin A is needed for collagen production. Okay, and, and collagen is important for your skin. Yeah, so we're gonna get we're gonna talk that all about much that. I know. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, actually, let's talk about collagen because it's on the nine critical nutrients for skin health. Yeah. Okay. A third of our whole body protein is actually made up of collagen, 
and it's uh, we lose about 1% every year of our collagen. And that kind of affects why you get wrinkles and, and feeling like, you know, stiffness in the joints and um, more prone to injury. So what, what happens when you're 100? <laughs> well, if, you, yeah. if you lose 1% a year, there's like nothing left of you. That's right. So making sure you're getting enough collagen in your diet is key uh, okay. because if you get collagen in your diet, that actually stimulates the body to make more collagen. Oh, okay. So you don't, you'll lose it, but you can, you can regrow it if you're eating well. Yes. Getting, okay. I gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. I thought you meant you lose it regardless. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, the skin is constantly, um, renewing and regenerating and the cell turnover is very, uh, uh, rapid and the same with the digestive system, the GI system. So they're very related. Actually collagen in addition to skin health, like you need collagen for skin, you also need it for your joints, as I mentioned, but for your whole GI tract, you need collagen for that, and you need it for blood vessels, for your hair, your nails, your teeth, your cartilage, your tendons. So it is, uh, it's a third of, our, like, of what our body protein is made out of. Oh, wow. So can I just take a pill or something or... Uh... Is there a better way to get it? Well, in the diet, so collagen's not a complete protein. So we don't recommend people to completely, you know, not eat protein and just use collagen or just eat collagen-rich foods because it doesn't have the complete protein. So it does have some non-essential amino acids. It's made up of glycine, proline, and lysine. And um, we get it in, you know, how why I make the um, bone broth? Do I know why you do? Yeah. Because um, I really like it and it's tasty and you want to make me happy? And to get collagen. Oh, you want to give me some collagen to get rid of my wrinkles. <laughs> no. Well, I see where this is going. Funny. Because, well, yeah, bone broth, that makes sense. You're probably getting the collagen out of the bone. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that's where collagen is, is in chicken bones. It's in fish bones. So if you eat the bones in canned fish, which I know you do, like mm -hmm. the sardines or the herring or salmon canned with bones, you're eating the bones, you eat the skin of the fish, you're going to get more collagen. Mm. And that helps your body stimulate making more collagen. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. So there are, you know, some people do supplement with collagen and it might be a good idea so that you have enough as you age, you lose 1% every year. So uh, it's probably, you know, a good idea to definitely include those like the bone broth and the things I mentioned. Do we get a lot from our food? No, we do. Well, we L do. Like we but don't get enough. We don't get enough. Yeah, that's right. Actually, one of the amino acids in that uh, make up collagen, uh, glycine, is pretty low in other foods. So that is one way that we do get it is in the collagen. Okay. And collagen is actually, to make collagen, we need enough vitamin C. It's a big part of making collagen. Okay. Like we need, in our system, we need... Yes. Okay. Yeah. And also, as I mentioned, vitamin A, which you can get from the, the orange foods to make the beta carotene to make vitamin A. Right. So uh, that's really key. And then, so vitamin C, I mentioned, it stimulates collagen production. It's an antioxidant. So it's really important for skin health um, for when people are 
trying to heal a wound or they have infection on their skin, it's important that they get enough vitamin C. And you remember when, when people had scurvy, if there was a deficiency of vitamin C, they have bleeding gums and they, their body is starting to break down. Their wounds wouldn't heal and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. exactly. So really key for the whole matrix of, of uh, collagen development and our body. And then vitamin E is an antioxidant. It's a fat-soluble vitamin. And it really works in concert with vitamin C in terms of helping skin, uh, maintaining the skin health. So it's more effective when it's combined with vitamin C. So I'm thinking of foods that are rich in vitamin E and C. And there's not a lot of them, but there are some key ones. Um, Any idea? Um, Avocado comes to mind. (laughs) That's a good one. That's a really good one because it's loaded with good fats too. So it's vitamin E. It's got vitamin C. Leafy greens like the spinach or other leafy greens is rich in vitamin E. Spinach, of course. (laughs) Of course. Spinach is on every list. (laughs) That's right. That's right. And also mango and red pepper or orange pepper have vitamin E and vitamin C. And kiwi Mm. is a good source of vitamin C and also vitamin E. And I mentioned nuts and seeds, right? Uh, No, I don't think you did yet. Okay. Nuts and seeds are really high in vitamin E. Vitamin E, right. And the thing is, too, this remember I said how the skin is constantly getting renewed? Yeah. Um, well, the cell turnover is sensitive to the vitamin E level. So if you don't eat enough vitamin E-rich foods, that's another way that your skin, the you can't build healthy new skin cells and tissue. Oh, really? Yeah. Like yeah. It'll, it'll reproduce, but not in a healthy manner. Or yeah. not as healthy, probably. Well, it's uh, just like vitamin E and, uh, sorry, vitamin C and vitamin E and vitamin A, beta carotene. They're all required for collagen production, for healthy skin. And as I said, it's we're renewing it very quickly. So we need to have a good, healthy, balanced diet so that you're getting those nutrients so that you have the building materials for your collagen and skin. Awesome. Yeah, it's really interesting. It eh? is really interesting, yeah. Because the skin is so integral to our immune health and you know, it just it reflects how if you're radiant, if your skin's radiant and glowing, you're you know, feeling healthy. But if if it's like kind of grey and sallow, then you can kind of think, Oh, maybe there's not enough beta carotene, there's not enough of the important nutrients going in and, and it's reflecting in your skin. Right, right. Or dry skin. So if you're finding wrinkles and dry skin mid middle age, you might not be renewing that collagen, you might be losing it. And also the omega three is really important. So those really important fats, remember, they're essential fatty acids. And the omega three can actually make the skin less sensitive to UV rays. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually a little bit a natural sunblock. Um, not that, you know, you would completely rely on that for, you know, <laughs> being no, in the exactly. sun, <laughs> but it is a, it's a good thing. And, and remember in episode 23, the fats, grease, and oil, Udo Erasmus, I, I did a quote, oil skin from within. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that means to make sure that you're getting these uh, essential fatty acids like the omega-3 
in a good amount so that you are getting enough for the skin renewal and to help keep the skin supple and right right yeah so where do we get omega-3 again fish yeah wild Flax, fatty fish yes 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 ground flax seeds exactly wild fatty fish like salmon sardines herring mackerel and then yeah definitely ground flax seeds chia hemp hearts oh yeah so those, those are okay. yeah yeah so those are all really good ways to get uh, that omega-3 the essential fatty acids so that you don't have dry skin nice yeah yeah, and a lot of people, if they don't eat fish or they're not using ground flax seeds or they don't use those chia or hemp hearts, they could be more prone to a deficiency of omega-3, mm. and it might show up in having more dry skin. Yeah, and I'm guessing a lot of people don't. I mean, we didn't really start eating that stuff until... I mean, it's not something that's common in a, in a lot of diets, I wouldn't think. Oh, definitely. I know when I talk to clients, a lot of people I talk to don't eat fish, don't like fish. No, I swear, um, I don't mean, I, I mean like the hemp hearts and the chia. Like a lot of people are like, hemp hearts, what's that? Like, is that off like a cannabis plant or something? And, you know, it's it's one of those unknown, they think it's like some high-end health food store kind of thing, but right, it's, right. it's not. And it's easy to include in your diet and just sprinkle it on whatever how do you use it? How do I use it? Well, Sandra, um, I like to sprinkle it on my salad and usually on my oatmeal in the morning. Mm. You can add it to a smoothie. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty easy. It's just a little powdery or seeds or whatever. They're, you don't really taste them if you include it in other things. So. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. we ground our flaxseed, grind it kind of in the day or day before we use it. So we're grinding a bunch and then we use that up and then we'll grind more so it's kind of we don't uh, leave it sitting around for a long time yeah you don't want to expose to air or sunlight hey. or heat <laughs> that's right you remember oh, I do. they're very sensitive that's the right. rules of the flax <laughs> exactly okay um so the other thing that helps with uh preventing uh cell damage and f like the whole free radicals remember are antioxidants oh antioxidants again yes yes Coming into it like you said this list is this sounds like a lot of the other lists we've made so well that's the thing i mean we're not going to just eat something for our eyes or eat something for our skin or eat something different for our brain yeah. you kind of want to make sure that you're getting all the right components most of the time to help all your systems and your whole body health and immune system yeah well, that's great that i mean one list covers it all yeah. More or less. I mean, that's ideal. Less. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah. Um, with the antioxidants, I mentioned already the beta carotene, the vitamin C, the vitamin E. Glutathione is another one that um, is an important antioxidant. And the dark chocolate, mm, okay. <laughs> it has fla flavonoids and it protects from the UV damage. Really? Yeah. And green tea is another one. It reduces the low-grade inflammation, and they're finding that it helps to reduce gut permeability. So like that leaky gut, if you want to call it that. I um, don't want to call I don't like that term. It just <laughs> makes it, it, I don't know. Sounds like a leaky pipe in it, the uh, basement or something. I don't know, leaky gut. It sounds like mm. you're oozing. <laughs> this is like, oh. Well, that's exactly, you know, and that's what happens if you're eating too much fast food, ultra processed foods, like day after day after day, then you could definitely, uh, you know, that can contribute to gut problems and then affect your skin. Right, right. 
So three more, and then we've got the nine uh, critical nutrients for skin health. Perfect. All right. So zinc, it's an actually an antioxidant too, but a deficiency, a zinc deficiency can definitely affect the time for wound healing. So that's an important one to make sure that you have enough zinc in your diet. It helps having enough zinc will help reduce inflammation and produce new skin cells. And it is, um, it, it, we know that the absorption of your zinc declines with age. So ensuring that you're having zinc rich foods like the oysters or eggs, like with the egg yolk, uh, fish, pumpkin seeds, all are good sources of zinc. And to get those in, you know, throughout the week so that you're getting um, enough to help with wound healing and help with producing new skin cells. Are there plant sources for zinc? The pumpkin seeds. Okay. It's a big one. That's, but are there other ones or is that kind of, it's more of a meat? um, That's a really good question. A lot of the zinc sources of like the foods that have high zinc that are plant foods, they are also high in fiber. Okay. And the fiber can influence or affect the absorption of the zinc. In so a negative way? In a negative way. Oh, yeah. So whole grains have zinc too, but then you don't get as much of the zinc absorption because of the fiber. And phytic acid is another uh, thing that reduces the absorption of zinc. Okay. Um, so those are all reasons that, you know, as you age, you might have more, you might be more prone to zinc deficiency. Interesting. And then you remember, I think we talked about in the immune one, uh, episode three about zinc and how you don't want to have high doses of zinc because that can be dangerous. So it's kind of that like really important middle zone of right. like getting enough, not being deficient, but also not getting too much. It's like what, 50 milligrams every week or every couple of days or so. I, I just remember talking about this because the the dosage on the on the um, supplement bottles seemed higher than what you would want your daily dose to be yeah I think it's actually f- less than 50 I think it's 40 yeah we'll have to look that and, up I don't have it on the top and of I mind. think we ended oh, here up- it is uh 20 20 15 sorry it's 15 milligrams for men 12 for women per day yeah right yeah and I think so. the the pill bottle is like 50. Yeah. So it's, it's like you take one every couple of days. Yeah, exactly. It's if you're using that dosage, it's it's pretty it's too high, I think. So, you know, relying on the diet, making sure you're getting pumpkin seeds and fish, eggs, oysters, those are good sources of zinc. Perfect. All right. And then the next one, protein. We talked about collagen, which is a part of protein, but it's not a complete protein. So just making sure that you're getting enough complete protein over the day. So try to get some protein at each meal. It helps to maintain the strength and integrity of the skin um, for the cell renewal and turnover. And protein you know, just all different sources of protein. We've talked about plant sources. We've talked about animal sources. They're all important for having it each meal if you can. And what do you mean by a complete protein? Oh, okay. So that means that it's um, it's got all the essential amino acids that your body needs. So a lot of the animal, well, all the animal proteins are complete proteins and plant proteins like traditional diets, like a Mexican diet has... like rice and beans that's right so they have they're not complete proteins on their own because they they don't have um they have amino acids that when you combine them they make a complete protein okay interesting yeah so what's an that's an example of 
a protein that isn't, is it called an incomplete protein? If you just eat rice. If you eat rice and beans together, that's a complete protein. Uh, okay. Yeah. Where if, if you eat some fish, that's a complete protein. If you eat an egg, that's complete protein. Soy is actually complete protein. Huh. Okay. So, yeah. we Maybe we'll do a whole episode on that. Yeah, that's that's a bit confusing. For yeah. Me. You're, you're kind of like <laughs> looking at me funny. I'm, yeah. I'm just trying to figure it all out. Yeah, but uh, it's not, it doesn't have to be through the meal, like, you know, over the day, if you're incorporating the different uh, complete, like the complementary foods, then right. you can... It'll yeah. it'll create a complete protein. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, and it's more, uh, more for like vegan uh, lifestyle. If you're not uh, eating any animal products, then you're more prone to not getting those complete proteins. So just to make sure that you're... Looking for good sources yeah, that are vegan-friendly, plant-friendly. And complementary. Like you think of, I, th- I always think back to different uh, cultures mm-hmm. and uh, like the traditional diet. And you think of like maybe some non-industrialized, like, like I mentioned, Mexico or like Northern Africa. And you think, what do they eat? Beans and couscous or uh, beans and rice. And, or even like peanut butter and bread is a is a combination that creates a complete protein. Right. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. You'll have to explain that to me at some point. Yeah. Because maybe uh, we'll record it and we'll do a episode about it. Yeah. Well, there, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So that other people can understand too. Right. It almost needs like a diagram probably for my brain to understand it. Sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. The last one and it's last but not least at all because it's critical for uh, gut health and for skin integrity to make sure that your gut is functioning well is Uh, probiotics yeah making sure that you have the diversity of microbes every time you say gut health i think probiotics oh there we go and then you need those prebiotics to feed the probiotics (laughs) you are learning this is great i'm a good student (laughs) that's awesome and prebiotics are mostly made of or all uh, they're made of Plant foods, okay, fiber. Thanks. You put me on the spot. Sorry. There. Okay. Probiotics are the good bacteria, and uh, they're usually fermented foods. So and fluids like sauerkraut or yogurt, kefir, and then um, fiber-rich foods like banana, asparagus, or root vegetables are the prebiotics to help feed the live bacteria probiotics. And the skin is an exit system for the gut or for the digestive system. So as I mentioned before, so your skin health is related to your gut health. So if you're having lots of breakouts or problems with your skin, you might want to heal or find the root cause and heal your gut. Yeah, that's like, I'm just thinking food allergies. Like, does that show up as a rash? Yeah, it could. Yeah, or intolerance too. Or Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, and that's uh, and that's the thing I should have mentioned with the collagen. So for most people, collagen supplements are fairly safe. Uh, They're not harmful unless you have an allergy. If you have an allergy to any of the components in the collagen, then it could become a problem, or you know, definitely not not be safe or or great for you. Right. So, so how do you find that out just try it and see what happens or do, is there a test for it or like talk to your doctor or 
Well, it would be if, you know, if you start taking a collagen supplement and you find that you're having a breakout or you're having a rash, you might probably be sensitive to one of the ingredients there. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, allergies are uh, tricky because you never know what is causing the problem. Uh, But if it's something new in your diet or environment, then that could be an indication that it is you know, that's the cause. Right, right. You have to kind of introduce things one at a time and don't change anything else. Yeah. Which is tricky. Yeah. So uh, do you think you'll be able to eat more uh, orange foods for good skin health? Sure. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. I there's it, a, it, it doesn't include cheesies. No. Just, just putting that out there, <laughs> cheesies and Doritos and uh, orange slushies, that stuff doesn't count. No, no, that's... Uh... Not that I eat that anyway. I'm just, for, for those people who think, oh, cool. Yes. Yeah. Right. Cheesies. Artificial flavor or um, colors. Not, not what we're talking about. Um, actually the rainbow of colors for optimal health, including the skin. So including, we talked about the orange and then green. So spinach, green leafies, reds, like the uh, strawberries, red onions, tomatoes, uh, the whites, like the uh, cauliflower and onions and garlic, oh, yeah, the yeah. bulbs, um, and blue, like the blueberries or, um, purple purple cabbage it's kind of a fun a fun challenge to see how many different colors you can put on your plate throughout the day yeah yeah right absolutely i find like using a smoothie is a good way to get a lot of a good combination and then or also a salad um, a good combination of the variety of colors a soup or Mm -hmm. stews or even oatmeal in the morning and maybe having you know different berries and like the mix you know the frozen um, the frozen fruit that you yeah, can get. Yeah. And you, sometimes you can get the mixed berries or the ones with dark cherries and berries and, and, you know, banana and strawberry and all that. So it's, uh, you're getting like that, the whole diversity a, array of, yeah. color. there's nothing yeah. more attractive as far as how your food looks than a, a meal that's just full of color, whether it's like a stir fry or like a big sort of, uh, like rice with a bunch of different veggies like a in grain it. bowl or yeah, a rice yeah, bowl. Yeah. yeah. Or, or a big salad with oh, all yeah. sorts of, Oh, it's like, Oh my God, I just want to like dive into that. Taco it salad. So good. Oh, it's yeah. like a garden, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's like a, a garden full of flowers. It's just so appealing. Remember we used to, when we went to a certain restaurant, um, and the kids would have their meal and I'd look at it and where's the green on that? And it was like yeah. all white. It was like, like pancakes. Fish or, sticks and or, fries. Yeah, something like that. The only like, color would be the ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, this isn't kind of a normal thing. This is a, this is a, you know, once in a while kind of occasion, but yeah, we're missing some of the really important, uh, plant foods here. Totally. Well, there might be a couple of <clears throat> dirty carrot sticks on the side of the plate that are shriveled up. And <laughs> not with pancakes. <laughs> well, no, not pancakes, but <laughs> that's funny. Anyways. Okay. Well, Rob, love the skin you're in, honey. I do love the skin I'm in. Yes. <laughs> Enjoy the sun and protect that skin. Absolutely. Cheers. Thanks for joining us today on My Wife the Dietitian. If you like what you heard, don't be shy. Leave us a comment or review and be sure to share our podcast with your friends. If you'd like to hear more, hit that subscribe button. You can also follow us on our social media pages for updates, episode trailers, and other odds and ends. For more info and links on what we discussed on today's episode, check the show notes. We'll be back next week with another informative and fun-filled episode. 